0: Welcome everyone to a weekend edition of Couch Potato Diary coming to you from the Clearwater Cleaning Solutions broadcast studio. Clearwater Cleaning Solutions is your one-stop commercial and residential cleaning company based out of Calgary. They have a fantastic team who are ready to make your life simpler and easier by fulfilling all of your cleaning needs. Check them out online, clearwatercleaningsolutions.com. Find me online. I am at PrimetimeKlein on Twitter and Instagram, twitch.tv slash PrimetimePK. Been a little quiet there lately, but hoping to pick that up again soon. You can email the show, couchpotatodiary at yahoo.com. Coming up on the show today, the Golden State Warriors are champions the Colorado Avalanche would like to be, and the Blue Jays have a lot of work before they can even think about being. So, thank you for tuning in to the show today. Uh, we are a couple days removed from the Golden State Warriors reclaiming their spot on top of the mountain as NBA champions. A few different things to discuss from this. First, the, the the game itself. Boston, that might be the most defeated I've seen a team look in the NBA Finals in a long time. Like, they just, they look beat. They look like they ran out of gas um, in this game. And now, credit Golden State for that, too. I think the defensive pressure had something to do with that. I think just... The demoralization of getting the shit kicked out of you probably had something to do with that as well. But I, I it really did seem like at some point, especially kind of late ish in that fourth quarter, Boston just broke. Like th- there was a moment where it was just like, okay, this ain't happening. This is, this sucks. And I, I think it really got to Boston. I, I do think that Boston will be back um, at some point, but the East is going to be very difficult. Like you look at the road that Boston had to take just to get here. Round one, Kevin Durant. Round two, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Round three, you have heat culture. And you look at each stop along the way, the Brooklyn Nets were a shell of themselves. Milwaukee, missing uh, Middleton, hurt them a lot. And Miami, a little bit banged up, but they were still battling for it. But this shows how difficult it is in the East right now to get back to this point for Boston. I, I think that they have an incredibly talented team. I think they have a great foundation to build on, and we'll get to that in a little bit. But for Golden State, um, just an incredible performance. All series long, w- with one exception. But even, even Game 5, where Steph didn't make a 3, I thought he was still actually a pretty effective basketball player. And then in this game, like it's just there has never been anyone who can take over a game the way he can. And I'm not saying, like, he takes it over better than anyone else, right? Like, Michael could, LeBron, whatever. But it's just, it's so different when it's coming from three, and it just feels inevitable, and there's just no defense for it. And I I thought in this game... Boston in game six, I thought Boston did actually a pretty good job of trying to take that away. But as soon as Robert Williams was off the floor, it was attack the paint, attack the paint, attack the paint, get to the rim, get to the rim, get to the rim. And they did that so effectively, and specifically Steph did that so effectively that there was just there was there was no stopping it. One thing I didn't like from Boston, and they pointed it out on the broadcast, Boston was just switching immediately. Like and there was there was a lot of times you go out and look at some of the, the ball screens that they were doing. Wiggins was just standing there, like, I'm just going to go stand close to Steph, I'm not even going to get in anyone's way, and just switch immediately. And if I'm, whether it was smart, or sometimes it was Tatum, or whoever, I'm like, yeah, I don't want to guard Steph, this sucks, get me away from this. But that that's kind of what it seemed like, and that's not the mentality that you want in an NBA Finals game. And... I thought it was just, it was too easy to get Boston off of their game plan. We talked about it in game five, that tweet that I saw, where someone said, like, no one gets away from what they do well quicker than the Boston Celtics. And I thought defensively they did that. Like, they, 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 I really liked that Tatum guarded, um, guarded Steph. But then the second anyone came close, oh, we got to switch. Like, well, hey, fight through. What isn't even a screen that sometimes there weren't even screens. I was just like guy walking up to him and, Oh, Hey, look at this. We're going to switch now. Like that. That was, I thought it was, it was just dumb. (laughs) Really? It was just bad, bad defense from Boston, from a team that's really good defensively. And that's another thing that I think we have to keep in mind with what Steph and the Warriors just did. That's one of the better defensive teams we've had in the last 15 years in the NBA. And they did that to them. Just, it, it it really is crazy to wrap your head around. Um, Legacy stuff, like Steph Curry has moved into another stratosphere of NBA caliber, or uh, of all-time NBA players, sorry. Like, four championships, couple league MVPs, finals MVP, which, like, he should have had one anyway, but too many people said, give me Igudala," And that was that. But, When you look at now guards in NBA history, it is him and it is Magic, and then it is everyone else. You know, like we had the the Chris Paul Isaiah Thomas debate a little bit earlier on in the playoffs, but this is it's a remarkable career for Steph Curry, and it's not done yet, obviously. But no one, I don't think, has transformed the game the way he has in the last little while. Like he is the reason why you are seeing this renaissance of three-point shooting. And, I mean, a lot of guys watch him too much and take too many shots from the logo and stuff like that, but he has changed the way people view effective basketball. And not many people can say that and like it's just at this point if you're trying to knock anything about Steph's legacy you just you can't right like the one thing that people for some reason held on to is the finals MVP thing and now that's gone like I just I don't know how you can watch this series and watch this postseason and think other anything other than we are watching greatness in a form that we've maybe only seen from 10 or 11 guys in the history of this sport. It, it is truly remarkable. And this team, people arguing about dynasty oh, dynasties don't take two years off. So we're considering the Bulls two different dynasties? Because they did, right? So to me, this is a, a dynastic run and like a team of the decade sort of a thing. And it's like the the two years that they took off from getting to the finals, it was because everyone got hurt. That's it. That's the only thing. It just like regular wear and tear. They broke down a little bit, and now they're back. Like it would. Would we be viewing this any differently if the if Clay had taken two years off to go play baseball? No, he got hurt playing in the NBA Finals again, and that's what knocked him down. Any talk that this isn't a dynasty is just silly and semantics, really. But we are looking at one of the great teams of all time, and for them to be able to do this again without KD this time, just like really, really does this whole thing like without kd finals mvp for steph um being able to bounce back after taking such a, a dramatic dip in their season um and in their in their time i guess with the the, the two down years just any Any knock that anyone could have on this team and this franchise in this era. And it's all just gone. They won without KD. Steph is the finals MVP. He was the guy who was like, hey guys, hop on this back. We are going to the promised land. Against uh, an excellent defense. That specific game plan was to have him not be able to do that. And he was able to do it. It's it's a remarkable remarkable story. Um I feel so happy for Andrew Wiggins. A lot of people were throwing that bus term around and this just this really does show the importance of getting in the right situation, right? Cuz if if Wiggins stays in Minnesota, we just never know that he is capable of this, right? We think about it like he he has some flashes for for basketball Canada. It's like, "Oh, wow. Wonder why that guy can't show up in the playoffs." And then he comes back to Minnesota and he's just miserable. This is the thing we talk about all the time on this show with team building, culture building. You need to establish this winning culture. And once again, I will say, it is very difficult to do that when you are, oh, we're rebuilding right now. So who cares how many games we win? Who cares how many games we lose? Let's just go out there and just see if we can improve. Um, And Golden State was bad for a long time. You know, like this isn't a team that's been perfectly run for forever, but... And again, you look at when it turned around, it's drafting Steph Curry It's some other things too. Obviously it's some other things Um, because he was barely a factor in the first couple of years of his career, but it, it is that winning culture that you need to set. And when we look at the draft now, I don't think we take into account how much going to the right situation matters. You know, like just look at this year, Jalen Suggs and Scotty Barnes, the difference between those two guys. Now, maybe there's a little bit more, but... If their situation flipped, if the the Raptors did what the entire world thought they were going to do, and that's take Suggs at four um, and leave Scotty Barnes to, to Orlando at five, uh, neither player is the same, right? And you look at now Andrew Wiggins with Minnesota. If he gets traded to, name a team, Atlanta or whoever... Like, I, you don't see this level of greatness out of him. You you need to establish this type of a winning culture. And that's what Boston did this season. And that's why we talked about the importance of the regular season. It is all about establishing, I, I feel like a broken record, establishing that winning culture, establishing winning habits. Boston was able to do that in the regular season, and it got them to within two wins of a championship. The Golden State Warriors, it took them a long time, but they have now built this culture where they can they can bring some of these guys in and get the most out of them in this way. We are seeing the most out of Andrew Wiggins and I am just I am so happy for him. This has we talked uh, earlier in the playoffs about the the Phoenix loss to Dallas in in that game 7 being one that really shifts how you view a lot of players on that team. Th- this win for Andrew Wiggins and his performance. He wasn't the, the he wasn't the finals MVP. That that was definitely Steph. But he was like the finals X factor of like that he he they don't win this without him. They definitely don't without Steph, but they do not win this championship without the work Andrew Wiggins did on, on Jason Tatum. And then what he was able to do offensively when guys like Clay and Steph weren't able to step up. So to see this from him forever changes the perception of Andrew Wiggins. It is crazy that two months can do that, but the view of Andrew Wiggins will literally never be the same. And that's, it's just so cool to see that, man. It it really, 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 really is. In terms of what happens next with these teams, Golden State's in an interesting spot, right? Like they, some guys are going to need to get paid, but they do have some younger guys coming in. We'll see what they have in Kaminga, in Moody, in Wiseman. Everyone forgets about him. Um, And you kind of feel bad for him, (laughs) but you you kind of, you wonder what they have in those guys and will that be enough to be able to keep this run going um, a little bit longer. Like, obviously, Steph still has a lot in the tank. I think now a full off season for Clay is going to be very beneficial. Draymond came on late in that series, and that is able to give you a bit more confidence in what he can do. The West is going to be very difficult next year. Obviously, Denver is getting a lot healthier. We're assuming the Clippers are going to be healthier. Um, Dallas is obviously going out and making some improvements as well. The West is going to be very difficult, but. People have lost a lot of money over the last decade betting against Golden State. On the Boston side, a few things let them down. Like I said, it just seemed like they were beat in this game. Um, and that's, un- like, especially toward the end. Like, that's understandable. Like, it just, it must suck. You know, like, you, you, you're you up 2-1 in the series. It feels like it's over. And it is. It's just not over for you. And that 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 has to really, really suck. But Tatum took another step this year. Um, I think this series was great for Jalen Brown. And him taking a bit of a step, I thought, like, in terms of um, Q ratings or whatever, uh, th- this one, Smart took a bit of a hit for me. I-, I thought he was reckless at times. I thought he let his emotions get the better of him at times. Like, when-, when it was going great, defensively he was awesome and he was making some big shots. But his shot selection leaves a bit to be desired. And they were bringing it up on the broadcast. He just didn't see the floor in the way you need your point guard to see the floor. Like, anytime Steph was on either Horford or Tatum. That ball needs to immediately go to that guy. Like, they needed to be attacking Steph a lot more. And that's just... I think it's a flaw in coaching. I think it's a flaw in not having a real floor general out there to to, to take advantage of those. And if, if Phoenix is going to blow everything up, which who knows. But man, Chris Paul would solve a lot of what ails the Boston Celtics right now. I think. Anyway. But... The another thing that really let this team down was their bench in the in the finals just was gone. You know, like they, they beat Milwaukee because Grant Williams goes nuts. And they they win games in this series because White goes off and Horford has big games and just none of the depth guys stepped up. That they, they need to address that, I think, coming up here. And again, we talk about like how difficult things are going to be for these teams going forward. Milwaukee's gonna be healthier next year. You have to assume Brooklyn's going to figure something out. I have no idea what's going to happen in Philadelphia, but like Toronto's probably going to get better with another year for Scotty Barnes. Miami isn't going to sit idly behind losing in Game 7 in the Eastern Conference Finals. It's going to be a very difficult road back for both of these teams, but I, I think it sets up such an intriguing NBA season next year. Moving on to the NHL. Uh, talked about Game 1 on Game Over Finals. You can check that one out wherever you get podcasts. Um, but the thing that I like really jumped out for me, this feels like a paradigm shift in the National Hockey League. This really does feel like this is how the sport is going to be played now. If you want to be successful in it, this is kind of what you have to do. And we've talked on this show before about how there's always more than one way to win, but I think what we're seeing is the Slow it down, grind it out, try to like need big, bruising defensive guys. That's that's leaving now. Because you have speed and skill that's now defending. Kale McCarr is what everyone tried to talk themselves into what um Eric Carlson was, right? Like the he he is what people thought the, the hardest defenders of Carlson thought that he was. He is that, and probably a better version of it. The the skill that he can play with, but then also how great he is defensively is remarkable. I've never we've never seen anyone like it, and I just I really do think we are entering a new era for the National Hockey League in how teams are going to be built and how you have to attack. And I think we are now seri- seeing. Um, I think we are now seeing how. Big of a gap there is between the best teams in the league and everyone else. Like I just, I, I said on game over, if you, if you are one of the other 30 NHL teams and you watched that game and you thought, oh yeah, we're close. You're wrong. Like you're just, the Rangers, maybe. Um, Vegas, if you get everyone healthy, maybe. But Man, oh man, oh man, they just... This felt like the two best teams in the league. And we haven't had that in the cup final for a little bit. Like, maybe St. Louis against Boston in 19, maybe. But it's... It was so much fun to watch, and I, I was buzzing after this series, and I continue to to be buzzing. My one, uh, another takeaway I had this, like, Tampa Bay is so resilient. Like, they were, they it looked like they were down, they were beat, they were going to be bad. Vasilevsky probably had his worst game of the series, and they still were able to battle back and forth over time. That is incredible. However, the best team in that game was clearly Colorado. And I think if you look at this from a, a series perspective, that type of a thing over... Seven games, it's a really difficult hurdle to come back from if you're Tampa Bay. Um, and I like I like they're, they're going to have to play a lot better in Game 2. And this was supposed to be the rusty version of Colorado. I can't wait to see the, the rest of this series. Um, I'm not going to be on Game Over tonight, but check out Game Over uh, Finals once the game is done. And quickly in baseball, the Blue Jays get the absolute hell beat out of them by the Yankees on Friday evening. And it is now apparent with Kikuchi struggling. With Jin Ryu now out 12 to 18 months with Tommy John surgery, this Blue Jays team needs to add more starting pitching help. A, if Nate Pearson wants to come in wearing the Superman cape at any point now, that would be lovely. But they have been relying on um, Kikuchi and Stripling basically like riding the edge of a lightning bolt on like, okay, this could teeter, this could go really bad. Oh, hey, we survived and we got through it. That that's a nice thing to have. It's not a nice thing to need. And the Blue Jays have needed it for the last few weeks. And I think it all came back to bite them against the Yankees. I from a Blue Jay fan perspective, I'm wanting like big game hunting. I, I don't just want them to add this year's version of J Hap or whatever. I want I want Montas from Oakland. That's that's the type of move. I want the, the Blue Jays to make right now. Because they are they are right in this thing. Obviously, like not in the American League East. It feels like it could be over after this weekend, uh, with how good the Yankees have been playing all season. But they are the top wild card team right now, I believe. They were going into the weekend anyway. And this team is now hitting. You have some of the pitchers who are stepping up, but we even saw Gosman take a bit of a step back against Baltimore. He's been not as dominant the last couple of games. I do think the Jays need another shot for this starting pitching rotation. They they need another quality arm out there because Stripling is great as a long relief guy and he has been so reliable and I don't want to take anything away from what Stripling has done so far this season but you can't rely on that. It's a nice thing to get but you can't rely on that and I think the Blue Jays have been relying on it a little bit too much. Uh, All right, quick one today but that's going to do it for the show. Thank you guys so, so much and I will... um yeah, we going to get back to a regular schedule next week. All of it from the Clearwater Cleaning Solutions broadcast studio. Clearwater Cleaning Solutions is your one-stop commercial and residential cleaning company based out of Calgary. They have a fantastic team who are ready to make your life simpler and easier by fulfilling all of your cleaning needs. Check them out online, clearwatercleaningsolutions.com. Talk to you guys next week. I'm out.